everybody. Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin. And I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time to tune in today. We're getting close to the end of the season, aren't we? It's really in the business end now. Champions League quarterfinals, the final five games in the Football League, got the final kind of five or six games as well in the Premier League. Um, so lots of exciting things happening at the top and bottom of all the leagues. Uh, exciting time, isn't it? Just not for us Forest fans. No, no, not for Forest. But uh, in terms of the sport in general, this is the business part of the season and, uh, and this is the most exciting point. So, yeah, plenty, plenty left to the side as well. Standard show really today. Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two will bring you our best tips from all of the four leagues. And we've also got our bomb-proof treble recap from last week and uh, the bomb-proof trebles from this week. And mine was one off, so very close to getting a win there. That was pretty unlucky. Um, and then we'll also go through any other random crap at the end. So we'll start off then with the Prem Friday night. Leicester at home to Newcastle. Leicester are in fantastic form under Brendan Rodgers. They've won all three of the home games since he's been in charge and they've won the last four games in a row. Price to 8-11. to 11. For me, this should be a pretty straightforward win. Um, do you think otherwise or do you think 8-11, to 11, you know, Leicester should get a, get a comfortable win to kick us off? I think Newcastle will put up a fight. Uh, for sure. I don't think it's going to be a whitewash or anything, but yeah, you got to have Leicester as favourites, and you? Especially Newcastle, um, you know, only won two games um, away from home all season. They have drawn seven, so they can be a bit prickly, and I think since January they've, they have mm. improved, but Leicester, Leicester, the Vardy, Madison, Gray, Barnes, like English foursome is... That that is a joy to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tillemans is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Tillemans. Yeah, in midfield. Yeah, smashing it now as well. Really, the, yeah. the general productivity of everybody seems to have gone up since Puel left and um, Rogers has come in. And you can see, you make Vardy happy, you make yeah. Leicester tick, you make the fans happy. You get three points. It seems to be the way things are going for them at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think Vardy's got a lot of player power there, hasn't he? So, yeah, um, Newcastle definitely, as I mentioned, improved since January. But um, yeah, I fancy Leicester on that that Friday night game, eight to eleven. Yeah, so we'll look at Saturday then. Um, we've got what, six games on Saturday. We've got Spurs Huddersfield. Anything you like there? That's the early kickoff. That's the twelve thirty. Spurs two to well, eleven. You think? Yeah. Absolute whitewash. Um, everyone's going to point to the fact that Harry Kane is going to be missing for this game and potentially the rest of the season. Uh, did you know, Tom, that actually their uh, win percentage is higher without Kane? Did you know that? Yeah, 61.5 with him and 66.7 without him. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it goes to show how well everyone else has, has played, I suppose, especially Son. So, yeah, yeah shouldn't be a problem for Tottenham. Um, you know, first Saturday um, kickoff in the new stadium, 
against a, a hapless Huddersfield, 2-11. Not interested. Shall we move on? Yep, the three o'clocks, we've got four. Brighton, Bournemouth, Burnley, Cardiff, Fulham, Everton, Southampton, Wolves. What a load of uninspiring tosh. I like it. Do you? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I do. I do. Right. Ready? Absolutely. Hit me. Here we go. I can see some profit here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start off Brighton, Bournemouth. Bournemouth are rubbish. Absolutely rubbish, especially away from home. On the beach. Could, they couldn't give a monkeys. Um, watch, obviously, admittedly, it's only highlights. Watch them against Burnley um, on match of the day. They were absolutely dreadful, especially at the back. Um, they've been actually on a slow decline, Bournemouth, to be honest. Since the 24th match day, they haven't gone above 10th. They've dripped down to 11th, then to 12th, then to 13th, and now they're in uh, 14th, I believe. So they're slowly, slowly dripping down the table. And it's, I think they've only won, I think, is it three games since the turn of the year? Something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, they're going into a game against, admittedly, a poor Brighton team, but a Brighton team that's definitely better at home uh, than they are away from home. So Brighton, you know, have won six of 15. So, you know, not bad going, not bad going. Um, I don't think it's going to be pretty and it's not going to be clear cut, but purely based on what I saw on Saturday from Eddie Howe's men, I actually think Brighton will uh, get the victory here. Bit of a derby as well. I think just Brighton might be a bit more up for it. Yeah, yeah. Brighton has certainly got a lot more to play for than Bournemouth right now. Um, And they did put up a good performance against Man City, to be fair to them, um, when they went in the semi-final last weekend. Yeah, it's a massive opportunity, this, for Brighton. Massive. If if they win and Cardiff don't win, which I'm going to get on to, um, you know, they could be looking at potentially safety. Because right now, they're five points clear as it is. They could be going eight points clear. That's pretty much safety right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Let's talk about Burnley then. Um, I'm assuming you, yeah. you are going to tip the Clarets here. Five to six at oh. home to Cardiff. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, uh, with Cardiff, another team that struggled on the road. Uh, lost 11 of 15 games on the road. And uh, Burnley, as I mentioned, fantastic last weekend. Uh, also in their last home fixture, beat Wolves 2-0 relatively comfortably. Um, you know, Two match days before that, lost 4-2 away at Liverpool. Um, put up a really good fight there. Uh, they're pretty much safe. With Cardiff, they have to win. They absolutely have to win. And... I just don't think they're going to, to be honest. I don't think they've got enough, um, especially on the road. Five to six for Burnley. I think that's a really good price, actually. Yeah, yeah, that is is a pretty decent price. Um, you've got two teams. We're going to let's move on, transition ourselves into Fulham, Everton. I think in yeah. Cardiff, Fulham, and Huddersfield as well. Like I'll include in this. You've got three teams who just can't see getting anything at the moment, can you? Anything at all? Nah. No, I mean, yeah, it, the writing's on the wall, isn't it? Really, there's only one relegation spot anyway. 
And um, yeah, I mean, you look at Cardiff's remaining fixtures, uh, saying that they're they're much better at home. They've got two more home games against Liverpool and Palace. Very tough games. And the other the other four of them are away. They're done. Finished. Good night indeed. It's been a yeah, great ride. Knox boys, but uh no night. Yeah. Adios. Adios dos amigos. Fulham Everton then, let's quickly touch on that. Fulham have lost Ooh. thirteen. Thirteen of the last fourteen games they've lost. Um <laughs> and that includes I'm just looking at it now. That that's nine in a row in the league that they've lost. They must be getting close to some kind of record here. Sure. Nine losses in a row. Um, you can't see them getting anything from anywhere. You just can't. Um, they go. They're they're at home to Everton. Everton for the victory are three to four, and you know we saw Everton last week beat Arsenal. We've seen them beat Chelsea recently. We've seen them beat West Ham recently. Keeping clean sheets in all three of those games, and. You know, they've got this late season momentum. I think that it's, it's going to continue, surely. You can't see anything else from how the two sides are playing at the moment. No, and if I was Eddie Howe, I'd be using Everton as an example, really. Everton yeah. in ninth, arguably they could be going for that seventh spot, so maybe they have a little bit more to play for, but not before their three wins in a row. They they weren't massively in a, a lot, were they? There was a lot of doom and gloom. Yeah, Silver talking about him losing his job. And uh, that seemingly, with nothing to play for, they've rallied. And they've put together some really good form and good performances. Um, in those games, obviously, they've beat uh, Chelsea and uh, Arsenal at home, drawn to Liverpool as well in the last yeah. kind of you know, five games or so. So, yeah, they're, they're ending the season nice and strongly. And... Three to four looks a cracking price, but that looks, oh, yeah, that's 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 really caught my attention. Oh yeah, look out for that one on bombproof travel later on. Oh hey, hey up, hey up, could be a spoiler. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, uh, Southampton Wolves. Then, do you want to gloss over that one or? I ain't got a clue. What do you think? Yeah. Um, not got a clear Wolves. If you do fancy them, they're just under two to one, priced at nineteen to ten. So it's an excellent price if you do think Wolves can respond from their uh, FA Cup heartbreak last weekend. But oh god, that is a really tough one to call. Watching brief, I yeah. think, is the way to go for this. Yeah, if if you you know had a gun at my head and told me to bet on somebody. Um, Southampton is who I'd go for. I think Wolves, Wolves have got motivational issues and a little bit of fight issues, mm. uh, especially against teams you know further towards the bottom of the league. So yeah, I go for Southampton. But yeah, be a very close game. Okay, the five thirty kickoff then is Man United West Ham. United priced at two to five for the win, so they're very short. Despite that, I do expect them to get it. West Ham haven't actually won away since the 27th of December. There's been, what, four, five, six, seven, eight games in all competitions since then when they've not picked up a victory. They've actually lost um, seven of those eight games. So 
really, really poor away form. Um, United, this game does come sandwiched in between their two Champions League games against Barcelona, of which we've just seen. They've lost the first leg 1-0. So there's the potential they might rest players here. I don't like the price. Don't think they can. You don't think they will? Yeah. I don't think they can, mate. No? I don't think they can. There's rumour. Yeah, you know, there's... I mean, this always happens when teams are winning every single game. But there's rumours, you know, that Pogba might want to might wanna walk if they don't make the Champions League. Um, obviously, they're really enjoying the Champions League on the soul shots. They all want to be in it. And I, I don't think they can afford to rest players, mate. To be honest, that fight for top four, five points between Chelsea in third and United in sixth, uh, you've got to go full strength, I think. Yeah, but okay. I, I, I agree with you. Two to five is too tight for me. A team yeah. that's won two of the last six, no, no thanks. No. Uh, so, yeah, we expect Man United to get the win, but yeah, two to five is a very short price for that. Um, again, likewise, short prices. Sunday, Palace, Man City, City a three to ten. Again, with the title race, we're saying City probably won't rest players, if, even if they do rotate. Though, to be fair, whoever comes in is fantastic. Um, yeah, you're talking about your De Bruyne as your Sane's who hardly played in the Champions League. Uh, so, yeah. despite Palace's potential to cause upsets from time to time, I I don't see one here. City at three to ten. To get three points again for no. me? No, I don't. I don't. I don't see um, an upset. To be honest, the 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 only thing I would say, if any team, any kind of you know, none of the um, big six as as they're now called, which I bloody hate that term, but the rest of the teams in the league, uh, Palace are the only ones that really have Man City's number a little bit. Uh, obviously, yeah. beaten three two at the Etihad. Um, on the 22nd of December. And last season in this fixture, it was nil-nil um, at Selhurst Park. Depending mm. on how far you want to go back, the other three results further back than that were a 5-0 win for Man City, a 5-0 win for Man City, and a 3-0 win for Man City. So <laughs> the last two results would suggest that, you know, uh, Palace, uh, you know, maybe they've... They found a way to play against Man City, but uh, yeah, the further history would recommend not believing that. Um, so potential to be sticky. Yeah, what we can take from that is that Roy Hodgson has essentially got Guardiola's number. Yeah, he's better. He's a better manager. He's a better manager. End of. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Done. Roy the boy, better manager. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically potential to be sticky. Uh, why you'd go for Man City at three to ten away at a Palace team that's caused big teams problems before is beyond me. Yeah, same. So Liverpool, Chelsea. Then we saw they they overcame what is arguably their toughest test the other week against Spurs. This is probably the last tough test that they've got left of their remaining fixtures, you'd think, on paper. Um, are there going to be any repeats of the famous Gerrard slip when these two sides played a, a few years ago? Um, yeah. I can't see it personally. Liverpool 8-13, to I think they'll get the victory. If it was away, 
there might be a bit more doubt for me. But we've seen Chelsea are so poor on the road at the moment. You know, they've lost to Everton recently. I remember not too long ago, they got beat by Bournemouth, what, 4-0? Kind of looked their way into three points away at Cardiff in their last away game. So far from mm. convincing. And I think Liverpool at home. Providing they get a goal in the first half, I think this will be relatively comfortable for them. Yep, agreed. Uh, the one thing I would say is I do think Chelsea will get on the score sheet. Five out of the last six meetings between these two clubs have been both teams to score. Um, and I do fancy Liverpool. So I would actually tip um, Liverpool to win and both teams to score, which is mm. nine to four. Um, nice. I think Liverpool have uh, certainly been a little bit rocky at the back uh, recently. They've, they've conceded Southampton, conceded Tottenham to Fulham, uh, Bayern Munich, Burnley. Uh, they've actually only had one clean sheet in all competitions since the 3rd of March. Um, so obviously that's six games ago. And so they do love to concede at least one. And the form that Hazard was in against West Ham, admittedly, at Stamford Bridge was absolutely scintillating. And it only takes a moment uh, for Hazard to at least put one away. And uh, yeah, I'd be going for that, I think. Uh, might yeah. add a bit more value um, and kind of gives you that, you know, that safety net of Chelsea getting a goal. Nine to four, Liverpool to win, both teams to score. Fair enough. Uh, and then the final game, then we've literally covered every single one. Uh, it's Monday yeah, night really. kickoff, eight o'clock. Watford, Arsenal. Anything that takes your fancy here? Both teams to score. Three. I don't fancy Arsenal. Not on the road. I'd agree. Both teams to score is probably the safest, the safest bet here. Watford on a high after their um, FA Cup victory against Wolves as well. So momentum's with them. You never know. Twenty-one to ten for Watford if you do fancy it. Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, I think for me, I'd be swaying towards Watford, you know. Mm. Honestly, I would. I had to pick but a side. Been, been they've been so bad on the road. It's pathetic. And um, yeah, Watford, they were so good, weren't they, against uh, against Wolves to come back. Good that they've got that extra day as well to rest after the extra time. And Arsenal, obviously, in Europa League action on Thursday. So, yeah, um, yeah I... I yeah, as an outsider, 21 to 10, Watford. Yeah, absolutely. Let's roll into the championship then. Things are really heating up. Uh, I'm going to look straight yeah. to Sunday. Straight to Sunday, oh. straight to the top of the league, which is Norwich oh. away at Wigan. Uh, Norwich priced at 10 to 11 for the victory. I think they'll get it. Quite a surprising result for Norwich on the Wednesday night in midweek, just gone. A two-all draw at home to Reading. That was after they trailed for literally eight, about 84, 85 minutes. Scored yeah. two, 86, 88. Then conceded again in the 97th minute. Um, another crazy game at Carrow Road. The season ticket yeah. holders really getting value for their money this season there. But oh, yeah. um, you can't see, for me personally, anything other than a Norwich win. Um, they've got the momentum despite that late equaliser that would have you know that would have annoyed them but Wigan aren't great they've won one of their last six games um the down there in that relegation scrap will probably survive but for me Norwich much better quality all round 
just a couple of wins away from the title and promotion now. So for me, full steam ahead, three points to the Canaries. Yeah, just a just a little blip on it that uh, yeah. that Reading result. It's uh, not going to affect anything, and they'll win that game uh, for sure. Uh, let's look at Derby County. Not overly on the best of form, but um, when you're playing as uh, you know as patchy as Derby are, you want either Ipswich or Bolton come into town, and Derby have Bolton. They're priced at two to five. It's a little bit tight. It puts me off a little bit, but it's worth mentioning because they should get the victory over the Trotters. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I hope they don't, but I'm sure they will. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd love to watch him lose as well, but I'm sure they'll get that win. Do you like the look of Forest? No, never do. Even at home? Sick of them. Absolutely sick to my back teeth of them. Team changes every week. We've got no settled team. We leave our club record signing on the bench, consistently most creative player. We have a different, a different midfield every single game. Daryl Murphy is getting game after game after game, although admittedly he didn't play in midweek. Uh we're rest we're dropping slash resting goalkeepers. It's just it's it just feels like one huge experiment at the moment. And I, I'm sick to my back teeth of O'Neill. I don't want him out because I want him to have the summer to get his own players in, but I don't fancy us right now. Okay, yeah. Well if you're looking at Forest then perhaps a bit too short at evens uh, at home to a... You don't know what you get from Blackburn, to be honest. No, um, they're, they're handy, aren't they? Handy. Yeah. Nothing more. Let's cover Sheffield United firmly in the picture for the championship promotion race. They're a point off Leeds United in second Sheffield United, and they are at home to Millwall. Um, Sheffield United only won one of their last three games. Um, including disappointing draws to Birmingham um, and a surprising home defeat to Bristol City. However, um, I do think they'll have enough to uh, overcome a Millwall side that has uh, lost 13 of 20 away games this season. And we've mentioned how good Sheffield United have been at home uh, this season. They've won 13 of 20, conceding only 16 goals. So less than a goal a game they're conceding at Bramwell Lane. They're priced at 8-13, to 13, and although they're not sparkling at the moment, I think they should have enough. I don't know what you think, Tom, but uh, they, they yeah. should have enough to oversee Millwall, right? And, and Millwall, this is obviously a big game for them. They're still firmly in the thick of things, but I think Sheffield United will be too strong. Yeah, completely agree, especially Sheffield United at home. Uh, we've spoken about, obviously, that. Um, Bristol City result looks to me like it probably was going to be an anomaly where they lost the other week at home before that yeah. extremely good home form so I expect that to continue um, I've got one more for me from this league it's a double chance it's in the Middlesbrough oh. against Hall game and it's Hull. oh you took it straight off my notes <laughs> yeah it's Hull to draw or win against Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough's form, especially at home, has been shocking. They've lost the last four home games in a row. Uh, seeing them tumble out of the playoff places, they're now sitting in seventh. 
They got a win last time out against Bolton, but come on, it's Bolton. Bolton are terrible. Hull, on the other hand, they've won the last three games in a row, admittedly, against Ipswich, Reading and Wigan, so not exactly uh, the creme de la creme of the championship, but you can only beat who's in front of you. So they're in decent form. And if they can actually beat Middlesbrough, they'll go above them in the table. Uh, Middlesbrough 61 points, Hull 60 points. And they'll continue their slight outside chances of getting a playoff spot. So big incentives for Hull to go to the Riverside and get something from this game. And at five to six for draw or win, I think that's a really good price. Yeah, I think it's a good price. You have a look at the league table and it's, you know, between Bristol City, Villa, um, they're occupying the, the fifth and sixth right now. Then you've got Middlesbrough, Derby, Hull and Wednesday as the chasing pack. Um, I think, you know, Middlesbrough and Derby are, are wobbling, aren't they? Especially Middlesbrough. They're, they're really wobbling right now. Yeah. And Hull and Wednesday are, are pretty relentless at the moment. So, uh, we could be seeing two teams, um, you know, coming out of nowhere a little bit because yep. rewind the clock four six weeks, I'd have laughed at you if you considered these two as uh, potential for the playoffs. To be honest, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, any more from the champ, or shall we look at League One? Yeah, let's move on. So I don't mm. think League One is where much is at this week. To be honest. Uh, but I'm going to tip a bit of an outsider. 13-10, to 10, Burton to get the victory away at Scunthorpe. Burton are in pretty decent form, actually, at the moment. They've won four out of the last six games, um, including putting three past Blackpool and Barnsley and five past Accrington. They drew the most recent game away at Sunderland. They've also got a, a draw away at Barnsley in there as well and a victory away at Coventry. So. They're getting some good good results against some top sides um, in this division. Scunthorpe, hopeless. Just one victory in the last nine games. So they're on no sort of form whatsoever. Battling against relegation, considering the form the two teams are in, Scunthorpe don't look like they're going to turn it around anytime soon. I think Burton can capitalise with the great form that they're on and get another three points. Yeah, surprising. For Burton, I feel like they haven't been yeah. on uh, on much good form throughout the entire season. Uh, they've struggled, haven't they, uh, since their relegation. But, yeah, fancy them in that one. Let's talk about a team that's certainly not struggling, uh, Portsmouth. We went through a stage, Tom, where we would not back Portsmouth for love and the money. <laughs> they were right. having a right stinker. But they are fully back now, and they are fully back in the mm. promotion hunt. They are sat in fourth, and they're actually only uh, three points off Sunderland, who currently occupy the second uh, promotion, uh, the second automatic promotion spot, I should say. The EFL Cup holders have a game against Rochdale. They're very tightly priced, I'll be honest with you. Four to seven is um, the price for Ro- for Portsmouth. And to be honest, it is something that I think will come in but I think you'll get better value um, elsewhere. Portsmouth haven't lost in their last seven home games. They've won their last five games home and away in a row. Rochdale have strung together a bit of form. They've only lost one 
of their last six themselves. Uh, but what we've seen is that Portsmouth are slowly kind of getting those marginal victories. 2-0 here, 2-0 here, 3-2 here. It, they're slowly, slowly getting back into their groove. And despite the fact that Rochdale have been, you know, good against maybe the the teams that are in or around them, so Shrewsbury, Accrington, those kind of teams, I think when they yeah. come up against the, the better quality, they come up short. As I mentioned, four to seven, very tight, but I think you'll get a uh, a Pompey win. Yeah, I can see that one as well. Um, so big games tight, in this league at the bottom of the table. Accrington, Walsall, Southend, Wickham, to name yeah. two. Bristol Rovers, Bradford is in there Bristol as well. Bristol Rovers, so. Bradford, yeah. yeah. Lots could potentially be decided um, one way or the other this weekend. Teams getting out yeah. of the relegation scrap or teams really being plunged into it. But don't have any tips in particular for any of those games, but uh, it'll be an interesting watch, but one best taking a watching brief on, I think, for the majority yes. of these teams. I, uh, I'm just going to finish League One um, for myself anyway with a banana skin. It's a potential banana skin and it's Sunderland. So Sunderland are entertaining Coventry at the Stadium of Light on Saturday. I fully expect Sunderland to get a win. But when you have a look at their home form, you're a glass half full or half empty kind of person. They're unbeaten. They haven't lost a single game at home in the league all season. But if you have a look at it closely, it's nine draws out of 20 games. It's almost 50%. Yeah. Of uh, of their games, and uh, they've actually uh, only lost two on the road, but they've they've won ten and drew eight. So you know their the, their points are nicely spread out, and everything kind of uh, you know kind of masks over the fact that they've drawn nearly half their home games. The visiting side, Coventry, haven't lost any of their last five away games, including a draw at Barnsley, a victory. At Peterborough, they beat Accrington, they beat Rochdale, and a draw at Luton. So Coventry, when they when they're playing away at the better sides, as especially, um, and recently have been really really solid. If you have a look at the Sunderland price, three to four, it looks tempting, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did pull it out. But Coventry, uh, they're a plucky team, and they're capable of going toe to toe with the best in the league. It's just yeah. perhaps not consistently enough to to uh, be in that top six. They've got an outside outside chance, but realistically, it's, it's probably gone for them. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a smart little banana skin there. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's move on to League Two then. Anything that instantly takes your eye here? Well, uh, as we're on the topic of banana skins, Oof, let's talk about Berry. Jeez, what Berry, a bottle uh, job. Oh, my God. A, a, God, a bottle very... job on the pitch and an absolute state yeah. off it as well. Um, I saw. This, this is why, right? Sorry to interrupt, but this is why no, you no, don't no. announce the manager of the season in March. Because Ryan Lowe, manager of Berry, has been named the League Two manager of the season. And now look That's at them. Ridiculous. That <laughs> is bloody ridiculous. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Why on earth we do that, I don't know. But 
Yeah, uh, rumours are, uh, this is recording on a Wednesday, uh, rumour is that on the Thursday, um, so when the show is, is uh, going to be released, that Berry are going to go on a 48-hour strike from training and are trying to not pay, not play the game on Saturday. Um, they have disputes with the Berry owner over unpaid wages. So that, to me, says two things. Number one, um, this game, if it goes ahead, I, I automatically don't fancy Berry. They were, uh, form-wise, they've fallen off a cliff, won one of the last six, lost three in a row. All this is going on off the pitch. They're playing the Colchester side, who, although they've been pretty bad, they've only won uh, one of their last five. They're, they're in ninth, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a competitive side. And, yeah, I mean, there's potential that the Berry players are going to be on strike for the next two days, which means, what, no set pieces, no, no final tactical adjustments, double mm. chance, um, draw or Colchester is 19 to 20. And that's where I'd be looking at uh, placing my money. If you want to go one further and really twist the knife into Berry, uh, Colchester are 10 to 3 for the away victory. Um, yeah. Not the most consistent side. On the road, they've won 7 to 20, um, losing 8. But yeah, it's serious, serious issues for Berry. Real serious issues. Big time. Big time. I didn't realise about the strike. So that's uh, interesting to know. Interesting to know. It's yep. completely the wrong time of the season for this to be kicking off. It really especially is, as, especially as MK Dons have found a bit of form as well. Yeah, last thing you know. Yeah. Um, we'll stick with the theme of double chance. Uh, I'm going to do that thing again where I tip teams near the bottom of the league. Uh, we're going to go <laughs> yeah, for Macclesfield. We get <laughs> Macclesfield, or sorry, Sol Campbell's Macclesfield to yeah. get a draw or a win. <laughs> away at Forest Green Rovers this weekend. The price for that is six to five. It's a great price. Great price. Mm -hmm. Reason being, Forest Green, you might look at the league table, see they're in sixth. However, they've got the second best away record in the league. I think we mentioned this last weekend on the podcast. Um, at home, completely different story. They, they're actually pretty poor. Uh, they've only won one of the last six home games. Um, including losing to Notts County in that time. Their only wins come against Yeovil, who are in terrible form, absolutely terrible form. So looking at Mansfield, they've actually been pretty impressive recently. Um, they're unbeaten in the last five. They've only actually lost two of their last uh, 10 games, and those losses have come to Berry and MK Don. So, you know, not too much shame there. That was when Berry were decent. They beat Exeter three to midweek, so they're now out of the relegation zone. They've recently drew away at Lincoln, beat Yeovil away in a big crunch tie, uh, drew with Morecambe, drew with Stevenage. So they're picking up points. And I think, again, they can pick up a point at a Forest Green side who struggle at home. Yeah, they seem to have got the most momentum out of the bottom sides in League Two at the moment. Um, no, they haven't got the best squad, but. I think Sol Campbell's doing a good job here, and I think he could get them out of it. He actually could. He actually could. 
the yeah. it it's really that that win in midweek was huge, Absolutely. huge. You could see Yeovil and and Notts County just slump. That would have gone straight through the heart. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's an absolute bloody weirdo. Is so Sol Campbell. <laughs> My God, he is a weird bloke. But you see, he's doing all right. To be fair, they were absolutely gone when he came in. Yeah. Absolutely gone. So fair play to him. Seems to uh, be turning it around. And what a story it would be if he could keep them up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's kind of, I mean, we couldn't be more polar opposite. I'm going to talk about Lincoln now. Um, Lincoln, top of the league, 11 points clear. Have they won the league yet? They must have. No, but, but they can yeah. this weekend. Right, there we go. Perfect. They are going to win the league this weekend. However, I have a little little kicker and a little curveball to throw you, Tom. So, okay. um, last five, sorry, last six home games for Lincoln have kept two clean sheets, including conceding goals to Sol Campbell's Macclesfield. Uh, they've conceded goals to Exeter, to Stevenage, Northampton. Uh, they've conceded goals to Port Vale. They, they love to throw one in. Um, against a, especially a weaker opposition, and we've mentioned all season that they're not the most trustworthy runaway leaders. If that makes any sense, yeah. Um, Cheltenham, I know it really doesn't make sense, but it kind of does. And Cheltenham, they've failed to score in one of their last seven games, so definitely potential for a Cheltenham goal here. Um, I think Lincoln to win. And both teams to score is an absolutely gigantic 11-4. to four. I think Lincoln may be in a bit of a party mood. And I think that may open the door for at least one Cheltenham goal. And as I mentioned, you know, got a great recent track record of finding the back of the net at least once. I think that is a lovely little find and a lovely little price. Yeah, I like the look of that. really do. Um, to be honest, there's not much else in this league for me that I fancy. Big game near the top, Tranmere MK Dons. If Tranmere can get the win there, it really could open a door to a third place position for Tranmere. Really could, but I don't know which yeah. way it's going to go. To be honest, no, no. Um, yeah, if it was at Stadium MK, I think I'd fancy MK Dons, but mm-hmm. not as good on the road, are they? So not sure. No. Right, so I think that wraps up the tip. So let's recap last week's bomb-proof troubles. So profit chasers, not my week at all. Um, in the weekend, in the weekend just gone. Um, I had Bristol City at home to Lowly Wigan, and it was a two-two draw. You also had Leeds to win away at Birmingham, and they lost one-nil. And I had Swindon against relegation threat in Yeovil, and they drew one-one. Oh, dearie yeah. me, three upsets, basically. Not great. To be fair, Swindon yeah. were winning, Bristol City were winning, yeah. um, so it could yeah. have looked better. It just, no, yeah. it just wasn't your week. Just wasn't to be, was it, mate? So, hey, we move on. So, my one, I had Norris to be beating QPR at half-time, and they were doing 
He also had Leicester away at Huddersfield and they managed to romp to victory 4-1. And unfortunately, it was AFC Wimbledon who cost the treble. Uh, they were winning against Accrington, but in the end, they could only draw one all. <sighs> that was disappointing. Very disappointing. Because, yeah, because Accrington have been so bad. Yeah, they so they've been they've been awful. So yeah, very disappointed to see that uh, that ended the way it did. In terms of the joint treble, we had Leicester from Tom's, so he did his bit. But unfortunately, we had Bristol City and Swindon. So the joint at one stage was winning, but unfortunately, um, both teams ended up drawing. If you, by the way are new to the show and you're wondering what on earth are they talking about bomb-proof trebles uh, this is the part of the show where me and tom put together all of our knowledge all of our research and gut feeling into some trebles that we think you should back this weekend to try win you some money we just recommend you putting on what you can afford to lose hopefully when the weekend is all all done and dusted you can send us in some bet slips and we can all bash the bookies together so, Tom, take it away, my friend. You did a damn sight better than I did at the weekend. So, take it away, mate. What have you got for us this week? I'm going to go for Everton to win away at Fulham, priced at 3-4. to four. I'm also going to go for Hull on the double chance. That's draw or win away at Middlesbrough, 5-6. to six. And Macclesfield double chance, draw or win away at Forest Green, which is 6-5. to five. And a £10 example stake pays 71 back. Oh, yeah. Love a good double chance. And do you know what? I've actually done something similar myself. So okay. I've got my own treble um, that I'm going to read out. We're going to start in the championship with Sheffield United. Home to Millwall, home win, 8-13. to 13. We're going to drop into League 2. And we're going to go for double chance... Colchester or draw away at Berry, priced at 19 to 20. And then we're going to go for Lincoln City to win and both teams to score. And this is priced at 11 to 4. So that means £10 on returns a juicy 118. 118. 118. 118. Wow, that's obviously the Lincoln voting to score really boosts that one up, but that's some mega returns. Like we could win two bomb proof trebles this weekend, and not all teams even have to win their games. No. So three teams only need to draw. Yeah, mate, it's the dream. Is we've revolutionized the podcast. So how about right for the for the for the joint? Shall we make it a, a joint double chance treble? Shall I just put all the double chance teams? Oh yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So who we got then? Colchester. We got Colchester, Hull, Macclesfield, and Hull. Yeah. So that would pay seventy nine pounds off a tenner. So it's what six point nine to one for travel. Oof. Love it. Absolutely love it. Double chance. Double chance dreams. All capitalising on teams in bad form as well. Yeah. Big time. So, yeah, love that. So, fingers crossed, guys, you get involved and you can um, send us in your winning bet slips. 
so if you want to keep in touch with us on social media after the show, please feel free to do so. Um, Twitter is the best handle to get at, T underscore FB podcast. We're also on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you want to email us with any inquiries or questions, um, please do so, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Please do get in touch, guys. We love to hear from you. And if you have enjoyed the show, please do go on to wherever you listen. Spotify, CastBox, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, please do give us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate everyone who enjoys the show going on. Obviously, we'd, we'd like five stars um, and leaving a quick rating and possibly a review for us there as well. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Well, thank you very much. That concludes the show for this week. Uh, fingers crossed you are in a winning mood when it comes to uh, Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If we do sound like we've kind of bombed through and rushed this one a little bit, it's because my battery's been about to die for the last 10 minutes. So <laughs> we've been like trying to pa- power through. But yeah, thank you for listening as ever. And we will be back same time again next week, hopefully celebrating some profit. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Let's go quick.